Welcome, 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 America. This is Speak. It's about to be the best 90-minute show of the day. Shady and I went to Cowboys camp earlier. We will talk about that later. Far in NFL insider Jordan Schultz. Good to see you again. What's up, Watch You came in here hyped today. <laughs> I, I was hyped. I was hyped. I like A it. little caffeine, a little, Jordan, a little energy. Jordan was doing his, uh, his WWE walk. Uh, he did. He did. Yeah. Jordan's right. It's the brilliant Dr. Joy Taylor. Joy, how are we? How are I'm you? great. I'm, I'm very interested to hear all about Cowboys camp. Shady oh, McCoy, what a morning that we have Fascinating had. Fascinating morning for you. It was fun. I mean, I, I'm used to seeing what I've seen today okay. from the Cowboys. Okay, don't start so early. True story, we got in the car, we went to Oxnard, California, we hung out with the Dallas Cowboys. We will have an interview with Stephon Gilmore, star cornerback for the Cowboys later. But first, let's talk about the Denver Broncos. Head coach Sean Payton, a former Cowboys coach, he is not taking it easy in his first year as the Broncos head coach. He said recently that he would be, quote, pissed off if this team is not a playoff team. Well, quarterback Russell Wilson agreed with Peyton, saying, quote, he's a legend in this game, and we trust everything he feels about it. Do not fret. If you see Jordan on the phone, he is trying to break news. It's is there breaking things it's happening <laughs> in sports? It is not a lack of respect. It's all trying to get you, the viewer, some extra insight. 2-5. Yo, 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 yo. Sean Payton says that the Broncos should make the playoffs. But what should their expectations, a team that was terrible last year, Russell Wilson, I believe, only won four games as a starter. What should those Broncos expectations? I'm going with that. I'm, I'm saying the playoffs. I, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Sean Payton and, and playing the league for so long, seeing the things that he's done with the teams he's had. He always didn't have a really, really good team, mm-hmm. right? He, they built that. But when they were bad, he found ways to win. He found ways to get to the playoffs. He's done this before. Yeah. We've seen the same thing with the Saints. They weren't good. They took a bad team to the playoffs. Yep. I look at the, 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 the uh, Denver uh, Broncos, and I think he can do the same thing. One thing is they got defense, yeah. right? They got defense. They can run the ball. And now it's all about what can Russ do. I think when Russ and Sean Payne together, they could do some big things. So I'm, th- I'm looking forward to seeing them in the playoffs. I, I mean, I think double Russ's wins mm-hmm. – uh, the expectations for the Broncos should be to get Russell Wilson back to being a functioning quarterback. If they make the playoffs, I mean, that's this is an all-time job. They were one of the worst teams in history. Like, they were really incredibly bad. They had the worst offense in the league last year. So for Russell Wilson to get to a point where he's in the playoffs, I mean, to me, that's like that's, – that's the, I don't want to get Super Bowl, but like that's a big deal right. based off of how bad it was last year. So to me, I think the expectation should just be get Russ back looking like the Russ that we've seen before, which really, when you look at the statistics alone, would be an incredible turnaround because he's been trending down year after year. So to get him back to playing at a high level, a guy that we used to think was top five in the NFL year after year and double his wins, because obviously they won five, but he only won four. To get to eight, nine wins with this team would be a tremendous turnaround to me. I'm with you, Joy and Shady, but I got to raise it a little bit more. I think the Broncos should make the playoffs. I believe to some degree they have to make the playoffs. I did a little digging. Again, we went to Oxnard this morning, so I had an hour, 15 minutes in the car there and back to do some more research. And Joy, you make me think. You brought up Sean Payton and his, his resume before. What's most shocking about great NFL coaches is that they have microwave type of success. Most NFL coaches, they get it done instantly. It's not some sort of Bunsen burner type of long cooking approach. If it gets done, it gets done quick. 
Shady brought it up. Sean Payton, his first year in New Orleans, 2006. They went from a three-win team mm-hmm. to a ten-win team. Yep. Well, if you think about the longest tenured coaches in the sport, I'm going to take y'all somewhere. Longest tenured coaches in the sport, they got it done quick. Bill Belichick, we all know him. His second year with Tom Brady, he won the Super Bowl. Second, he found his quarterback. Second year with the Patriots. First year with Tom Brady, won the Super Bowl. You think about Mike Tomlin. That's a little tricky because Coward left him with a great team. But his second year again, they're already back in the Super Bowl. If you think about Andy Reid. Andy Reid with the Philadelphia Eagles went from five wins to 11 wins the second he had his quarterback in McNabb. Andy Reid, when he goes to the Chiefs, won some two wins with Romeo Cornell the year before to 11 wins with Alex Smith. The coaches that get it done... Even at the collegiate level, if you're going to turn a program around, you don't actually need a lot of time to do it. So when I think of Sean Payton, what he will and has to do this year, Jordan, if it's going to get done, I think he should get it done. It being 10 wins, it being 11 wins, it being second in the AFC East, West, West, second in the AFC West, it being getting it done immediately. See, I think there's a lot of pressure when you say that, because I don't feel like they have, I don't think they've had a lot of pressure on them up until Sean Payton comes. Like last year with Russell Wilson, maybe there was pressure on him to play well. He didn't. But Nathaniel Hackett was just an unmitigated disaster. He's a good coach. He's not a head coach, at least not at this yeah, point yeah, in yep. his career. Right. When I think about the Broncos this season, though, I think nine wins feels right. Javante Williams is a really good young back. He comes back from the knee injury. Yep. You have a couple receivers that have already gone down in KJ Hamler and Tim Patrick. I think about Sean Payton being a QB whisperer. If you talk to anybody within the Denver organization, they'll tell you that Sean Payton is holding Russell Wilson accountable in a way that Pete Carroll did, especially the first several years of his career. Now, when Russ had a lot of success, some of the issues were that he wanted things a certain way and Pete wanted things a certain way in Seattle. As soon as, you know, he got to a certain point, he felt like he, maybe he was, he was ready to move on, and that's what happened. He gets to Denver. They have a terrible first season, but I think he's in great shape. He's lost 10, 15 pounds. He looks terrific, and you have a legitimate QB whisperer in Sean Payton who's not going to put up with what happened last season. He's already said, I don't want people in the building that are not Broncos employees. When I think about Russell Wilson, the entire organization rests on him. I think he'll be better. I think they win nine games, but, but Jordan, not the playoffs. Here's where I'm at, though, big dog. If you have a QB whisperer, then I want to see those whispers translate and materialize. I consider Shady Sean McVay a QB whisperer. Yep. Personally, I do. Yep. Jared Goff, if you all recall, was 0-7 as a starter his rookie year. And when Sean, under Jeff Fisher, when Sean McVay showed up, he whispered and did his things. And the next year, I believe Jared Goff wins 11 games. And the next year, Jared Goff goes to a Super Bowl. I consider Doug Peterson a QB whisperer. By Carson Wentz's second year, first year rookie, second year, they're in the Super Bowl. Trevor Lawrence, remember what Doug Peterson did with Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. Poster of Meyer. Yeah. Exactly. Like after going through a lot. So if you are particularly for offensive coaches, Joy, if you are like that, we just see it, and I anticipate being able to see it with Sean Payton. We have seen it with Sean Payton. What we haven't seen it with is Russell Wilson. We've seen Russell Wilson with Pete Carroll, who's a Hall of Fame head coach, be successful. Mm-hmm. We've seen him with Nathaniel Hackett, who's not a good head coach, be a disaster. We know what Sean Payton's capable of. So whatever happens this year with Russ, it's going to be on Russ because Sean's reputation in this department is solid. Russ's isn't. Russ has been trending down statistically, for the past two years, really, really low. And we know that Sean Payton can work and win with anybody. And he can turn an organization around. We've already seen that. The the burden of proof is on Russell Wilson. 
because we know Sean Payton is a quarterback whisperer. We don't know if Sean Payton can whisper that to Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson can, can hear the whispers. When you're talking about making the playoffs in the AFC, let's just run down the teams that Brutal. are going to happen. I'm sitting here writing it. You've got, okay, Kansas City. Mm-hmm, right? Let's say Jacksonville wins it again. You have Baltimore. can switch it with Baltimore, Cincinnati, Browns, whatever you want. Baltimore, Buffalo, right? Okay, so the Chargers aren't going to make the playoffs? Cincinnati's not going to make the playoffs? The Browns, the Steelers, mm-hmm. Tennessee, the Jets, mm-hmm. the Dolphins, Denver. A lot of those teams are not making the playoffs. Everybody can't go. That ain't how it works. It's, it's not an invitational. Everyone can't go. So for Denver to miss the playoffs with a nine-win season, how is that a failure based off of what they looked like last year? I, Pret- yeah. Particularly if Russ looks like he's That's functional fair. and they look like a team that remembered how to play NFL football. I agree. I don't think it's a failure. And I was saying this on the morning call, Shady. You might vehemently disagree. I don't know where you're going to stand on this. I was saying you can be a playoff team and not make the playoffs. In the yeah. sense of like, man, some teams, 2013 Shady, were playing together for the Eagles, were 10 and 6. We go to the playoffs. 2014, we're playing together on the Eagles. We're 10 and 6. We don't go to the playoffs. Like, same record, really the same team, same talent. Shady was still there. Uh, D'Amico Ryans was still starting a linebacker. Same squad, same coach, same record, different results. So even when I think about the Broncos being a playoff team, I want them to look, feel, seem like a playoff team as well. Well, to me, that all comes back again to Russell Wilson. And what's a good season for him? Is it MVP Russ where – well, he wasn't MVP, but let him cook Russ 35 touchdowns. Is it he's running the ball a little bit more? He's play action? Because when Russell Wilson was at his absolute peak, he was a mobile quarterback. You had some of that, you know, QB read stuff. He, I want to see some of that because I feel like that's what opened up everything else for him. All that play action, that running game. Sean Payton. Why is Sean Payton such a great? Why is such a great coach? Is it because he, he he's innovation the way he relates to players? I, I'm I'm curious because if he can translate that to this team with Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson is back to being number three, they have enough talent. You mentioned defensively to be a competitive playoff team. I, I'm just. That's putting a lot again on Wilson. But he one with the system. But here's the reason I can't say it's putting a lot. Sean Payton's supposed to be a Hall of Fame coach. We would all say. Russell Wilson's supposed to be a Hall of Fame quarterback, we would all say. I believe Shady should get into the Hall of Fame. Joy, brother, you're out in the Hall of Fame. You all are close to the Hall of Fame. Getting into the Hall of Fame, saying that, we say it so casually. Oh, yeah, he's a Hall of Fame guy. You know how hard it is to get into the Hall of Fame? So, yes, if Russ is a Hall of Famer, if Sean Payton is a Hall of Famer, or even fringe, don't even put him in the Hall, just say they're fringe, then I would hope that that combination could get to the playoffs. I didn't even say he won a Super Bowl, Jordan. I said the playoffs. If Russ... And Peyton are Hall of Famers. I would hope that they could be better than Kevin Stefanski and Deshaun Watson. But it's all going to come down to Russ. Like, Russ is the guy on the field. We already know what – Sean Payton has already proven that he's capable of going to a bad organization, turning them into a legit organization, and winning a Super Bowl with a quarterback, by the way, that other people didn't want. And but Drew Brees. See, People didn't want Drew Brees. The Dolphins didn't want him. Yes, uh, <laughs> I, would say, I, I, I think though, about it all the time. They didn't you, want him. Wouldn't you say, if we're being honest, that Russ has done the same? I was, thinking, I was re-researching it again today. Pete Carroll was not Pete Carroll before Russell Wilson. You know, God rest his soul, Tavares Jackson. Pete Carroll wasn't winning no games until Russ showed up. Sherm was there. Earl Thomas was there. And I love these dudes. Friends of mine. Sherm was there. Earl was there. Walter Thurman was there. Russ showed up yeah, and Pete Carroll I, won. I agree with that. And, and Pete Carroll was on the hot seat as well. But that was, that was then. Correct. This is now. Sure. Sean Payton can coach for the next 20, 30 years. Russell Wilson has to win tomorrow. Yeah. 
That's the difference. So, so Champagne can do this over and over and over again, and it doesn't matter but, 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 what his physical state is because he's not playing the sport. Russ may have done that and has that in his, in his resume, and yeah. we know what he's already accomplished there, and that's but, that, but, that chapter's But, but here's the difference. Here's the difference. Yes, it's great he lost the weight. The difference is Sean Payton has the experience and the pedigree to hold Russell Wilson accountable in a way that Nathaniel Hackett, with respect to him, simply didn't have. He, he wasn't a head coach before. It was a big experiment. It didn't work. Sean Payton's not going to tolerate the same stuff that happened last year. But As define, a result, Denver's going to be better. Define to me accountability. You can't have people think... in the building that aren't a member of the Broncos. He, he got rid of that day one, and he said it. <laughs> not happening on my watch. That was a big change from last season. I've talked to guys in the locker room. It's not that Russ is a bad guy. It's that Russ... Russ has to have certain things that, that a superstar needs, right? Mm -hmm. and, and when you're not performing at that level, as mm -hmm. he did last year, that's where the criticism is going to start. Now, in Seattle, he was the guy. Let Russ cook. He, the fact that he's never had an MVP vote is egregious. That's another story. But he's been one of the best three or four quarterbacks in the league throughout his career since he beat, up, since he beat out Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn. The fact that he is finally being held accountable in a way that Pete did for many of those years in Seattle when they were great that's the difference, and that's the sense I get. Offensively, defensively, they're going to be better. But, again, it comes back to number three. He will be better. But to say, the, to say they're going to win 10, 11 games does feel like a lot. It's, it's not, I don't think they will, for the record, America. Like, I don't think the Broncos will win 10 or 11 games. My thought process is if the Broncos are going to be a competent organization with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, it will happen this year. Because the proof is in the pudding. It does not take co coaches a long time once they have their guy really? to be good. And again, I've, I've looked at it historically. Shanahan, the second he got Jimmy G, Super Bowl. And it wasn't like Shanahan won three, then won six, then won nine. No, no, no. He won six with Jimmy G. The next year he won three because everybody got hurt. The next year, Super Bowl. McVay, mm. two years, Super Bowl. Bill Belichick, second year, Super Bowl. Doug Peterson, Eagles, second year, Super Bowl. Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, second year, from the worst team in the AFC South to the best team in the AFC South. Every freaking coach, if they are like that, win, win, win. So what's going to happen with Russ? I think it'll Shady, happen. Is Sean Payton like that? Is yeah, he that nah, guy? Nah, he's the truth. But the, the truth question, guy. like Joyce said, is Russ still that guy? That's what will dictate. 15 pounds lighter. It helps. Yeah. I guess. I'm working on it, Jordan. I'm working on it. All right, coming up, family, we have a former defensive player of the year joining us. That is Cowboy Stefan Gilmore. And do not forget, Gilly. you can check us out every day on the Fox Sports channel on Sirius XM. Okay, Gilmore, can't wait for that one. See that school one. Greetings, soccer fans. Are you ready for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup? Because we are. That's right. Australia, New Zealand, look out. State of the Union is coming. Off the post and in! And we'll be going above and beyond down under. We'll have new podcast episodes every single match day. So follow Alexi Lawless's State of the Union on the Fox app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up, family? Let me get my rock. Let me get my rock. Let me get 
Can I get a better pass next time? Please, let's work on that again. What's up, family? It's time to talk quarterbacks. Okay, it's time to talk quarterbacks. Are they going to take a step forward, a step back, or stay put this upcoming season? Talking about five quarterbacks who were very polarizing in the National Football League. Let's start number one with Daniel Jones of the New York Giants. He won nine games last year. Took the Giants to the playoffs for the first time since the, you know, the whole party boat incident. Well, he said recently, quote, I'm very confident that I can play this game at a high level. Shady Daniel Jones, step forward, Jones. step back, stay in put. Step, step, step. Okay, I'm going to say step forward. I think that in the second year in Brian Dayball's offense, I think that we see a better version of Daniel Jones, a.k.a. Danny Dimes. He looked really good last year, used his feet. But I, I just know from being in the offense for the second year, there's things that you know you could do better, and I think that we should better him this year. So I'm going to say step forward. Danny Dimes, we got Johnny Dimes over here. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to see some passes like that from Daniel Jones this year. I think he stays put. I haven't seen the raw material for him to take another significant step up. And for as much as the talk about their season and all that, like they won nine games. I mean, it's it wasn't really that dramatic. They had to pay him. I've got to put some respect on Dable, so I will say stay put and not regress, but I don't see them take I don't see him taking a significant step up. Rocket ship, I'm telling you, the Giants. I was all in on the Giants last year. Daniel Jones. Danny Jones laughing because you don't know. No, I love it. It's Rick top, 10, top 10 quarterback this season. I was just with him. He's added 12 like in the NFC? to 15 pounds. No, period. He is in that conversation with the upper echelon. Daniel Jones is that dude. Now, you get two six-pack. Saquon's back. That's a big deal, right? I'm not saying it's a long term. He gets the one year. You add Darren Waller, who's an absolute weapon. I was just at camp a couple weeks ago. They are ecstatic about Darren Waller because of what he brings to the table, his matchup nightmare. And then there's a guy named Paris Campbell. Under the radar signing, 4-2 speed, Ohio State Buckeye. You put him on the perimeter. You have Darius Slayton. You have some weapons there. An improved offensive line. Another year for Andrew Thomas. Daniel Jones, big step up. The Giants win 12 games. I don't know if I believe it, but you made it sound good. We got to talk about Tua Tungavailoa. Started 8-1 last year. The Miami Dolphins were absolutely rolling. But remember, he had health injuries issues several of them two five talk to me step forward step back or will Tua stay put this season I'm gonna say stay put hold up okay, hold up okay. I know they got a lot of speed over there McDaniels I know how he thinks he wants to get these these fast guys they're, they're talking about bringing cooks in there it'll be a great offense but one thing about Tua Tua stays banged up Tua stays hurt so if he can just come back and be and be efficient like he was last year they'll be a playoff team I think if you have Tua in the playoffs they can win them games but mm. I gotta see it before I buy it. You gotta say stay put. I think he said, well, steps forward, steps forward. Yes, I think Tua steps forward because I think he's gonna be healthy all season long. Also, Tua has to get paid. Tua is trying to establish himself as the long term answer in Miami. There were a lot of questions before for various drama filled reasons. Now the only question for Tua is can he stay healthy? Because we know he can play at a high level when he is, and I think he will this year, so I say step forward. I'm gonna go step forward as well. And- Joy mentioned it. He's playing for an extension. Now, he was really good last year. I would say this about Tua. He is extremely accurate. 
I think his deep ball is underappreciated because we see all the success he has in the middle and you know intermediate and short game. You think about Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. They wow. add Devon Achey. We talked about him yesterday. That speed is a difference maker. All the window dressing that they're going to do in that offense, I believe they have everything you need to win the AFC East, and I think two is a big part of it. So I'll say step forward. This might be my most favorite quarterback to discuss, Geno Smith. In his 10th year in the National Football League, his fourth different team, he finally made a Pro Bowl. Seahawks made the playoffs. Geno Smith, Shady, step forward, step back, stay put. This is a tough one. I played against Geno and I watched him play. I'm going to stay, stay, stay put. Okay. He had 30 touchdowns last year. Hard to do. I mean, in nine years, he had 30 touchdowns. So it just tells you where he's at. I think he's got better, but I still have to see it. I think this year, if I can see the same thing he did last year, being efficient on the offense, running the ball well, having some outstanding wide receivers, making big plays on the field with DK Metcalf, I'm going to say stay put. I'm going to say stay put as well. I don't really see this team being that much better than they were last year. I think they snuck up on a lot of people. They yes, surprised they a lot of people last year. They're not going to get that generosity this year. People are going to expect Seattle. They're going to be planning for Geno Smith. And how do they look when that's the situation? Look, they didn't have a bad season last year, but they didn't have the best season either. Let's not get too dramatic about this. They had a nice season, and it was way better than the tanking season that we expected from them. So I don't see a significant step up. I'll say stay put, and let's see how the season plays out. I'm going stock up again. <laughs> Comeback player of the year. Now, I'm going to tell you a quick story, just a quick one. I was in Seattle last year, early in the year, before the Seahawks played the Giants. That was when they started to have some success. And I spent the afternoon with both Gino and DK because I really wanted to understand what is happening here. You know, you're surprising everyone. And here's the sense I got. It was Gino's humility his courage, and maybe most importantly, the way he prepared, his checks at the line of scrimmage, his confidence in the offense, all of that made a huge difference in the locker room because you go from Russell Wilson to Geno Smith, that's a big unknown. Geno took the bull by the, heart, by the horns, and he earned it. He really earned it. Now you add Jackson Smith and Jigba, I mm. think that offense is going to be mm. better. I think the team's yeah, better. Good. So I'm going to step up. Music to my ears. Well, speaking of earning it, Dak Prescott, fourth-round pick. Came out as a starter, 13-3 and three as a rookie. Cowboys have won 12 games, two consecutive seasons for the first time in a mighty long time. But Prescott hasn't made a Pro Bowl since 2018. Shady, talk to me. Forward, st stop. Stay put. Hold up. Uh, here's what I say. Stay put. I think that, Pre that Prescott is, is a good quarterback. We went to see the camp today. There's so much talent. But they've always had talent. That's right? true. And they always get to the playoffs. And they always do good in the regular season. The problem with me is going to get to the NFC Championship game, which it's a stop. Mm. I don't see them getting there, right? Because the reason is Dak Prescott. Today at the camp, he gave up two more picks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to say stay put. Uh, I'm going to say Both stay the digs. put. Both the digs. Both the digs. I'm going to say stay put as well. He'll be the Dak that we all know. He'll win lots of regular season games and probably be responsible for losing the most important one. Which is fine. That's what the Cowboys have been used to for the last 30 yeah, years. They like. it's not, yeah, it's just, you know, you stay with what you like. Sometimes things just work, Shady. You know, it's comfortable. We make lots of money. We're chilling. Um, look, they're going to have an exciting season. They'll be in the playoffs. And, you know, what, what, what happens in the playoffs? Oh, they lose to the Niners, no matter who's playing quarterback. So I'm going to say stay put as well. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the big issues for me is Zach Martin. You know, we talked about it the other day. He's holding out. And he is one of the best guards in the league. He's essential to the offensive line and the entire offense. And when we really think about Dallas, they still want to run the ball. They still want play action. Zach Martin's a huge, 
huge part of that. So I'll say stay put. There is pressure on Dak as well. I mean, we, we've talked about it on the show the last few days. He needs to win. He needs to win now. But I think stay put. Well, speaking of Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys, we have one of their best defensive players, one of the best defensive players in all of football, joining us next. Stephon Gilmore, former defensive player of the year, all pro cornerback. That dude is a beast, and he's taking time for speak. Do not go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, college football fans. Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. What up, Speak family? This is an honor, a privilege, not just for us, but for you all as well. We are joined by five-time Pro Bowler, former Defensive Player of the Year. The dude needs no introduction, but I get paid to introduce people. So y'all welcome Cowboys cornerback Stephon Gilmore. Gilly, what's up, man? What's up, man? How y'all doing? It's all good. Shady, you and Gilmore were teammates, correct? Oh, man, teammates, yes. When I first got there, I didn't even know much about it. When I first got there, I'm like, yo, who's this corner? He locking everybody up. And sure enough, it was Gilly. So happy to see you, man. What's going on? Man, just grinding, man. You know how training camp is. Just is out here grinding year twelve, man. Just just having fun still. A year twelve. Let me ask you this: You've played on a lot of teams, incredibly talented teams. You've won a Super Bowl, big dog. Is this Cowboys twenty twenty three roster the most talented team you've ever been a part of? Yeah, I think for sure it's one of the most talented teams I've been a part of. Um, but you know, you know, talent to get you there. But you, you got to be very detailed. You know, you got to win those big games at the end. And, you know, you got to have, you got to really trust each other. So I'm just looking forward to, you know, it's gelling throughout the season. Um, it ain't gonna be easy, but I think, you know, we got the guys to do it. Gilly Gill, it's your boy. Listen, I want to ask you this: When you got traded, like, what was your first reaction? Because I remember my first reaction. Like, I was so excited because our relationship. But I'm like, oh no, he's in our division now with the Eagles. So what was yeah, your first yeah. <laughs> re- reaction when you heard about the trade? I was excited, you know, and uh, I think it was better for both parties. Um, I wanted to go somewhere, you know, where they had a shot to win the the, the big dance. So um, it's one of the places, you know, that I wanted to go, and I was happy we was able to work it out. And uh, I'm just, you know, I was excited, you know, playing with America's team. Right. You know, it's 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 a, it's a great place to be at the moment. We just mentioned talent, and we've got a Harrisburg guy that you play alongside in Micah Parsons, and we talk about him a lot. He recently said he wants to be the best of the best, the upper room of the Hall of Fame. I think it's possible. You see the material every day in camp. Why is Micah Parsons different? I think he's strong. He's athletic. He's fast. And I just think one thing that really stick out to me is his motor. You know, he never gets tired. He, he never, um, he just never gets tired, man. It, it's exciting to see, you know. I think I'm going to have a lot more opportunities on the ball just because, you know, he's getting to the quarterback super fast. So uh, he's special. And it, it's crazy. I know he was a great player, but really seeing him in practice, seeing how he works, I mean, he's unblockable. Uh, Simply put, he's unblockable. You were a part of a number one defense in Mm. football. In my mind, you are the missing piece to this Cowboys defense. Diggs on one side, the front end, Michael Parsons, you just talked about him. Steady at linebacker, safety, obviously y'all are good between Wilson, between Hooker, between Curse. I think you're the missing piece. Can you all be the number one defense in football this year? I think we can, um, but I always say you got to earn that privilege. You know, you got to go in week in and week out. 
and earned it and got to show people, you know, and anybody can talk about it. Um, but until we go out there and do it, we have the pieces. I think we have the talent. Uh, we just got to go out there and make plays and do it. I'll tell you what, I watched you in that 21. You look sweet in that 21. <laughs> All you got to do now is get a pick and do the Dion. Yeah. I want to ask you this about you and Diggs. I mean, when you talk about this having a tandem of two lockdown corners, like how does that feel to be a part of that? You know, it's exciting, you know, uh, as soon as I got in the room, you know, he, I feel like he's my little brother now, you know. Um, I see so much talent. I mean, obviously he's been making plays throughout his career, but I just think, you know, he got a lot more room to grow. He's still young, and I'm, I'm trying to take him up under my wing as much as I can to, you know, teach him, you know, how to be a pro, you know, teach him the, the little tricks that he can learn to, you know, take his game to the next level. So I'm excited to see him play this year. Um, he's, a, he's a smart player. Uh, he he tracked the ball is better than anybody I've been around. So he's going to be a great player in this league for a long time. Yo, let's talk cornerback uh, tandems. Let's talk cornerback tandems. You got Howard and Ramsey. They was up there. Obviously, Ramsey's hurt. Yeah. Uh, my guy Slay and Bradbury okay. over in Philly. Okay. The Jets got a nice little tandem. Where would you put Gilmore? Yeah, I'm speaking about you third person. Where would you put Gilmore and Diggs as far as cornerback tandems in the NFL? Mm. I think we number one. Okay. You know, I think we, you know, we – you know, week in, week out, we're going to prove it. And, you know, nobody knows that answer until the end of the year. So True. I guess we'll see at the end of the year. You're a Super Bowl champ, and now you're with the Cowboys, which is America's team. Mm. And we talk a lot about the Cowboys. Everybody does. What's it going to take for this particular team to get over the hump? Because you know what it takes to get there. I just think, you know, like I said, we got to start fast, you know, during the regular season. You know, we got to win big games, you know, take it one game at a time, you know, when we get to the end, get to the playoffs. You know, it comes down to, you know, making those plays at the end of the game, you know, because it, it really comes down to like two minute, you know, those games. And you just got to be able to make plays, you know. it's I don't think no team, you know, that gets to the playoffs is that much better. It just comes down to, you know, the preparation during the weekend being able to make the play at the end of the game. Now, you are a Super Bowl champion, so am I. And we played with a, with a, a similar guy by the name of Tom Brady. And you've seen yeah. what it is to be around a superstar quarterback, a leader. I want to ask you about your quarterback, Dak Prescott, because you can't be a successful team, I think, nowadays without a good leader, without a good quarterback. Um, your first time with, Kent, with, with Dak Prescott, can you tell us about it? One thing that, you know, that stood out to me, you know, he's the first one in, you know, the last one out. You know, he worked extremely hard. Um, I'm excited to see the season he's going to have this year. Okay. You know, um, with him and um, Brandon Cooks, you know, it's going to help out a lot. You know, MG, you know, and CD, I think those guys are going to have a great season. And, um, you know, the key piece with me is D. Cooks. You know, I think he, he he's a, he's the leader in that room. He, he, he worked extremely hard. And I think Dak, you know, he's been playing great ball throughout his whole career. He's just going to come down to, you know, winning those big games at the end of the season. Hey, I'm going to put you on a hot seat. I'm going to put you on a hot seat. I'm going to put him on it. Put him on a hot seat. Um, everybody gives lists, man, and exhausting. Everybody and their mama got a list. But nobody is more qualified to tell us the top five receivers mm. in the National Football League than a man who has made a living locking up receivers. America, if you do not know, he literally won Defensive Player of the Year, the person we are privileged to be talking to right now, Stephon Gilmore. So I need your top five receivers 
receivers in the National Football League? Mm. Okay. I, I got Stephon Diggs. Mm. One? It's one. Oh, one. Ooh, okay. ooh, I like that. <laughs> I uh, Justin Jefferson. Oh. Two. Okay. I got, uh, let's see, what else? I go Jamar Chase. Oh, okay. Three. Yeah, he's had Devontae Adams yet. Yeah. Ah, uh, you're right. Devontae right. is out there. I don't know if you, I, he I is out there somewhere. Him. I haven't seen Devontae yet. I mean, the cheetah is out there, too. I don't know if you. I got to put Devontae, too. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So, Devontae, too, you bumping down Jefferson to three and bumping down Chase to four. Yep. And I got one more, right? Yep. CD, Tyreek. You got Tyreek. You got CD. You got a lot of. You got AJ Brown. Who else out there? AJ Brown, nice. Who else out there? You got Hop. Got Hop. Really, the Cowboy really Hill. coming back? Oh, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek. Most people don't use Stanley. They don't, they don't, they don't say that. Okay, let me ask you this. Since you said Tyreek Hill, big dog, how come people don't respect Tyreek right. Hill as a wide receiver and what makes him so difficult to defend? Let's talk ball real quick. Now, I, don't, I don't know why people don't respect him because anytime you got a guy that can, you know, catch a slant and turn to 70 yards, like, you know, how, how can you not be a receiver? You know, you, you got to really... I mean, when you're on the field with Tim, you got to know where he at at all times. All times. Because, you know, that's, that's explosive, you know, as soon as he get the ball in his hand. I, you know, a, a guy like Steph, yeah, you guys notice, but he's super humble. Like, super humble. When he's with Buffalo, I said, you got to go to a new team. And I'm his teammate. <laughs> you got to go to a new team where you have the prime yeah. time games because people can see how great you really are. Right? Because at yeah. Buffalo, we didn't have a lot of prime time games. So, he was so humble. But I want to ask you this. What about the um, accolades for the season, right? We all have goals. I know you're humble, but I want to know some of your goals yeah. for this season. I think, uh, you know, I want to have a lot of picks, obviously. Okay. Um, I want to be a pro bowler, all pro. And, you know, I want to be one of the reasons, you know, we, we get to the last dance. You know, that's my goal. So, um, any any goal I had in year five, I have now. Each and every year, I, I reset. I start over and then... And, and I reach for the highest one, so that's that's where I want to be. Hey, speaking of primetime games, Joy, Shady, myself, we were all sitting at a bar watching you last year. I believe it was week four, week five. Colts were taking on the Broncos. Denver, Broncos, yeah. got to have it play. Russ throws it into the end zone. You make a phenomenal play. You do what only you can do. Pass breakup. No interception, excuse me. Give me that. I need that. Undercut the end route. What do you think went wrong with Russ? What do you think went wrong with the Broncos? You have to scout them. You have to play them. You quite literally picked off that play. Either take us through that play and tell us what happened in your mind with the Broncos and Russ. Really, no, I can't speak on what happened over there, but I think uh, he made some, you know, good throws that game. But um, I don't know. I don't know what happened. And my job is to really, like, eliminate routes and, really study those receivers. Um, but I was just happy he kept trying me, you know, that game. <laughs> so, Stefan, you were Shady's teammate. Shady is now our teammate, obviously. Emmanuel was teammates with him as well. So we get lots of Shady stories from Emmanuel. But do you have any Shady stories? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I expect let's see. <laughs> now, we, we, used to sit, we used to sit together every day in, in the meeting room with Rex, with me and Rex. Uh, he used to just tell me, you know, why you going? He's so nice. Why you don't? Why you don't just just be 
flashing. Why you not? Let's just talk junk. You know, you, you too nice. You need to go somewhere else. You need to, you need to go. But, but I, end up, I end up, being, yeah, I, I end up doing that and going to New England. You know, and, and people really got to see me play. And uh, you know, we, he he always took me up on his wing. You know, uh, he he got me out of my box a little bit. So. I'm saying I appreciate him for that. Yeah. Steph was always so good, bro. And I was like, man, this kid, like, nobody even knows how good this dude is. That's why I was always pushing him. Go somewhere else where they can see how good you are. And sure enough, he yeah. went to the Patriots. Went to the Patriots, know. won a Super Bowl. He's all player, pro. Yeah, he's player, player, of player of the year. Hard to do. Hard to do. Tell, tell, tell the wife, I said, what's up? Tell the kids, I said, what's up also. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Hey, can't wait to watch you play this year. Thanks for taking the time with us, man. We're going to catch you soon. One qu- wait, Thank one question. When you play my Eagles, you match up one on one with AJ Brown. All day, man. If, if that's the if that's the, if that's the um, game plan that week, if, no, if it's gotta the, go down. If it's the game plan, how many catches? How many yards? Put him on the hot seat. Ooh. So the, he gotta learn about this Eagle Cowboy rivalry. He don't know about it yet. <laughs> I, I won't say that. I won't, I won't say how many catches, how many yards. But you know, at the end of the day, it's about making the plays when they come. You know, sometimes he may get some yards, but the situation to dictate that. And, and you got to make the play at the end to, to win the game. So that's my, that's, that's my main goal, to win. It sounds like <laughs> so, it's if he get any catches, he allowed them to happen. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Hey, Gilmore, appreciate you oh, taking God. the time, bro. Thank you. Yeah. That's my dog right there. He's a good dude. Hey, coming up, we got to talk about the best of the best. The top 10 players in the NFL were revealed yesterday. The NFL's top 100. Who took the number one spot? Well, you know that's Patrick Mahomes. But we got to tell you our most shocking reactions to the revelations. Shady, you know you're on camera, right? Oh, oh. Oh, oh. oh wait. Oh. Next on speed. Well, the NFL revealed their top 10 in the top 100 list yesterday. Now, a couple shocking surprises in there. Number one, not shocking at all, obviously. That is held by Patrick Mahomes. But as you see the rest of the list, Justin Jefferson, Jalen Hurts, Nick Bosa at four, Travis Kelsey, number five, Joe Burrow, Tyree Kill, Josh Allen, Micah Parsons into the top 10. And then rounding it out, you got Chris Jones from KC. Nobody shocked at all to see Mahomes, but Joy, what was your biggest takeaway from the top 10? I'm really pleased to see Jalen Hurts at three. This is voted on by your peers, so I guess maybe Jalen Hurts actually is pretty good. Maybe he's <laughs> kind of hard to play. Maybe he was an all-pro. Jordan, did you know that? It's hard to do. I, I believe I did. Second, <laughs> second in the uh, MVP. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, MVP voting. You know, he went to Super Bowl. He did. You know, and they get a nice season. And I like to see that his peers agree that he is actually a really great player. Now we can pick apart some of the things that are on this list and we will in a moment, but Jalen Hurts being ranked where he is, to me, says that people respect his game maybe more than some other people who are observing the game from the outside. I think Jalen Hurts took a major step up this year and I think people saw the talent that he has and that he's not a one-dimensional player and that that offense truly went through him. They were winning games with the talent around him, but also through Jalen Hurts, so. Yeah, I was shocked to see Jalen Hurts at three. I was, like, pleasantly surprised. Like, I was like, oh, good for you, Jalen Hurts. But I was shocked because I was like, that is a consensus agreement that Jalen Hurts is that good. Jay, why you give me that face? You surprised? surprised? I was shocked. I mean, finished second in, in the MVP. MVP voting. Yeah. He was, he was all pro. I mean, I I do. Do. Take a seat in the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I don't know. That's... 
only because there was so much there was so much noise last year, even from players. Like, let's not get it twisted. It wasn't our show. So much noise, even from NFL players, about Jalen Hurts and how much help he had around him. How much was he doing? Anybody could do that. So I was just pleasantly surprised to see that. What, what, what's your? I, I think sometimes, like when when. A guy's development or his jump is so big, yep. how Jalen Hurst was. Like, you can't even believe it. It has to be something else than just him. Mm-hmm. That's why people said that. But anyway, my, my biggest take from, from the, the top 100. And by the way, producers, can y'all let me know what was my highest ranking? I just want to know. Just, it's around that time. <laughs> you know, I'm just getting excited. Anyway, why is Aaron Donald not in the top 10? That killed me, though. Like, like how can the, the, the best player in the last, what, six seasons not be in the top 10? Who are you taking out? It, that part is not my job. That's not my job, right? But you got to have Aaron Donald in the top 10. He's that good. Injuries or not, he's that good. He didn't mean that top 10. That's all I'm saying. What's the most important and most challenging position in sports? Quarterback? Quarterback. To not have Joe Burrow and Josh Allen, arguably two and three, three and four, two and four, in the league, inside the top five, is egregious to me. I have... No problem with the 10 great players on that list. I don't know who I'm taking out. I'm like Shady. It's not my job. But to not have Burrow and Allen inside the top five, that's a borderline travesty, Acho. But that's how it works, though. We, we but don't, Joy. You can't just, like, squeeze them. You got to take somebody out. You got to take somebody out. I don't that's know who I'm works. taking out. I'm not you got to do it. Then no. You got to do it. But, Jay, am I tripping about that, Aaron Donald? Like, no, Aaron Donald, we talked about it yesterday. He is Lawrence Taylor in terms of the dominance. But you That's tri- the closest the reason, thing. Shady, the reason you're tripping is this list is obviously based on exclusively last year. Exclusively last year. That's why Jalen Hurts is number was three. Was Aaron Donald not quite as dominant last year? He, injured. he, he, was, was, injured. he was injured. Aaron Donald was hurt last year. You're talking about the best defensive player that ever played football. Sure, but he was hurt last well, year. I don't, I, don't, I don't care. They had him at number 11. So if he's that hurt at number 11, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Come on now. But I mean, isn't number 11 still like a little respect? No. I mean, like, no. What it is. No. 11's worse than 18. But it was like, 11 is yeah. your, your hurt. 11 was like, I'm going to put you there. Your made. I'm going to put you there because you're equity. Yeah. Like yeah. Aaron Donald wasn't the 11th best player in football last Ooh. year. He was hurt. Listen, I don't, however you want to cut it. Are you going to slice it? it? However you want to slice that thing up. Aaron Donald should definitely be in the top 10 hands down every year. Hurt, not hurt, not playing. If he's still <laughs> on a contract, he needs to be top 10. That's Aaron Donald. Jordan, any guesses where Shady was I at was, his highest? So I was just looking at who are the running backs this year. I would say the highest Shady was. I'm coming. And be respectful. Please. High level, Shady. 19. Nice. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, what? Joy, any guesses for the highest? Wait, can you calm down? Let's my fault. Fall. My bad. Okay. Any guesses? But there's no Joy running Taylor? backs. Bro, bro, it's too late. It's too late. late. It you gave your answer. Era. You gave your answer. 19. She uh, say 20. I'm going I'm going highest. highest. You ever ranked? I would, boy. Say, I would say three. Whoa. Change my answer to eight. Bro, okay. you can't go from 19 to eight. He's cooked. I, I'm saying three. I'm cooked. That's, I like that, three. That is fair. Jordy is closer than Jordy. Was seven. Five in Ooh. 2014. Five. Why this man really outrageous. said 19. This man really said 19. Why was three outrageous two, two times? times? Bang, bang. She know you, boy. Was five. I mean, just. I, thought it was, I swear I thought it was like seven. But five is good. Five, five <laughs> is good. Who, who, was that one who was in front of me? Probably Tom Brady. 2014. I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the one? Peyton Manning at one, mm. Brady, Megatron Brady. at two, Adrian Peterson. Tom Brady at three, 
Adrian Peterson at four. Wow. Jaden McCoy at five. That's hey, a list. That's a list. That's, that's a, a list. list. Okay, speaking of lists, let's focus exclusively on the top ten quarterbacks. That's okay. the position yep. that everybody lives and dies by. So if you look at the top ten quarterbacks in football as the players voted on based on the top 100, you have Patrick Mahomes as one. He was voted as number one. Jalen Hurts, his quarterback ranking at two. Burrow at three, Allen at four, Herbert at five, Cousins at six, Rogers at seven, Dak at eight, Goff at nine, Lamar at ten. In the yellow, you will see where they actually ranked based upon the top 100. Mm. Above in the translucent gray, you will see where they rank in order in the top 10. Joy, what was your reaction when you look at the top 10 quarterbacks? Did anything shock you? Yeah, Lamar Jackson is at, is at 72 and ranked 10th best in the league. I mean, that's that's crazy. I understand crazy. it's year to year, but that's crazy. It's Lamar Jackson. He was a, you want to talk about equity? He was a unanimous MVP. He's I'm one of the I'm most dynamic players in the league. And when he was healthy last year, he was eight and four, and he was so good that he put them in a position that's while fair. he wasn't there yes. to still make the playoffs with a backup quarterback. So how he's 10th in order on this list and ranked at 72, to me, is crazy. Like, this, most of this list I can kind of mm-hmm. bend my brain to understand because it is all of the positions, but that is, that's like, oh, we forgot about Lamar, so we got to put him on here. But he was, he's not like he had a bad season last year. He just didn't finish the season. And he was so good during the regular season, before he got hurt, they right. still made the postseason. I agree with Joy. I mean, the first thing I seen was, why is Lamar Jackson at number 10? Mm. It's Lamar Jackson we talking about. Right? I mean, A-Rod didn't have a great year last Not year. All. Right? Dak I Prescott, I mean, you guys know how that worked. I think, and Jared Goff, he plays solid. Well. But it's still Lamar Jackson. So after five, six, I'm going to go after five, it should be Lamar Jackson. And then however you want to cut it after that. Y'all do y'all thing, but LeBron should definitely be <laughs> a top quarterback. That's who he is. Yeah. I need Daniel Jones and Geno Smith in there. You know what I'm learning okay, about this? What I'm learning about is that you are cool and you are biased when it comes to your friends. Are you friends with these guys? Uh, I don't even, I'm going to say it again. Wild yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I do this sometimes too. But like, are you, yeah, are you friends with G- guys? I was wondering. Oh, wait, those are guys. Gino's your guy and then. DJ. But Jordan, but, but but you got to take people out yeah, to yeah, put them in. Yeah, well, that was a good catch. Right? Daniel well, Jones, though. Come on, though. What, what, who would you rather have, Daniel Jones or Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott. I would take Dak Prescott. Daniel Jones was better than him last year. I mean, uh, but the, I mean, he, think about commanding of the offense. The dog. That was like. And, and Dak has a, has a bigger resume. I don't even think Daniel Jones was better than Dak last year. Yeah. Dak, Daniel Jones, no, 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 no. That's not true. Anytime you throw the, the more picks to anybody else, Dak can't be yeah. good. Dak is not good, but Dak still had the offense to outweigh the Bro, bad. nah. Daniel nah. had also, less good I, and nah. less bad. I also Jay, don't think Trevor Jay, Lawrence Justin, is getting enough Justin respect. Fields threw for more passing touchdowns than Daniel Jones last year. Justin Fields is the truth, Joy. I like Justin not, Fields. I mean, but, the truth. But, but, I mean, Justin, he, but we know that Justin Fields did not have a balanced offense last correct. year. Correct. You're the only person I know that is super high like this on Daniel Jones. I'm I just, was last just for the record. I'm just, and they're, they're better. Year two with Dayball and Waller. I Those two that. things are... Waller is a big factor. Only, 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 only thing is, I, I, I'm not being disrespectful, but when I look at Daniel Jones, like, okay, how much better can he really get? I don't. I think the talent part is his issue. I don't think he's super talented. Mm-hmm. I mean, hold on. If I'm saying something wrong, I think, I think you're tripping a little bit on that. Where's he talented at? One, I think he's, he's, he's a really, really good runner. He's an oh, incredible runner. Okay, you're right. Okay. So that counts. He's that accurate. Counts. Yeah, 700 yards. He's Boom. accurate. Right. Is he really yeah, accurate? Yeah, yes. He How accurate, accurate is he? Does he have a strong arm? Yeah, I can't. I can't go. Do you, do you hear what I'm saying? I'm not just. I'm saying like when I look at him versus other quarterbacks, like 
it's there's certain things that they, they do well. Like, wow, he does this. When I look at him, he, he does nothing super well. He's just, he's, just, he's a solid quarterback. But some people have said, okay, Burrow's not the best athlete. He doesn't have the biggest arm. Burrow's different. Yeah. No, I know, but so I'm, saying, I'm saying you can still be great and not have amazing assets. Whoa, 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 hold on, because we're throwing around like really big words now. Great. You, thought, you, thought, you think Daniel Jones is I'm saying great? Bur- Burrow's great. And yeah, he, but Burrow's a different category. Okay, Burrow took Cincinnati. Daniel Jones and Geno Smith yes. are really good quarterbacks. Let's, do, let's keep them together. They're really good quarterbacks. I would put Trevor Lawrence but, but, also wait. really good quarterbacks. But, but see, this is my thing, though. Like, how do we know they're really good quarterbacks, right? Because it's all about service. Watch the film. Hold on. It's all about... See, you say film, right? You guys if, if we watch all their film, right, too much there's going to be way more bad than good. So you're, taking, you're talking about this this year, right? You're talking about this this year. This yes, happened last this year. Season. No, last season and going into last, this season. Last season, they, they had some good moments, right? Mm-hmm. But if you really look at their, their whole career of playing, they didn't look good. But, but to Jordan's point, if equity factored into this list, obviously. Got to. Because Aaron Rodgers should not have been in the right. top 100. Yeah. He shouldn't have been in the top 75. Daniel Jones, I think, was left out because he has no equity. Because I do believe, based upon last season, you could make a very strong argument that Daniel Jones should have been a top 100 player. Because if you look at what Daniel Jones did collectively, when you look at what he did on the ground with 700 rushing, when you look at what he did protecting the football, five interceptions, 15 passes. He also cut down the fumbles. But but, but even that number, though, right? As, as, As big as we're trying to speak on him, how well he did... Look at the numbers. Yeah, 700 yards, that's good. It's really good. For a quarterback, that is really good. He had, Fourth most rushing he had yards. 15 touchdowns? Passing. Passing touchdowns. Passing. And, and how many picks? Five. Only five. That's five. What, I mean, what is that? 15. Like, I mean, 15 is not a lot. That, that is, that's lot. like, come on. That's all I'm saying. I'm not disrespecting. I'm just saying, like, if we talking ball, and I'm sure, boy, so I won't go crazy. I'm just saying. Uh, listen, I, 15 I, touchdowns, passing, and then five interceptions. And it's, you, it's like. Okay, so do you not like, think that. I guess for everyone, do you not think that both Daniel and Gino, since we were talking about him as well, are in that category of very good? Kirk Cousins, very good. Mm, I can't put him very good. I think Kirk Cousins has a has a bigger resume than both of them. Of course, well. hey, it's not even. Thing. I'm not talking about resume. I'm talking about right now, this season. Ooh. Yeah. If they were on the but, same but Kirk team, Cousins, Kirk, Kirk Cousins would beat them dudes out. If there was a kid, he would beat them dudes out. Yeah, he went 13. Nah. That's what? Nah. If they, if they all had. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. First, you watched Geno Smith last year. He was really, really good. Guys, Geno Smith won won nine games last year. DJ only won nine. player of the year. Cool. It was great. I loved it. I thought they were tanking. Happy for him. An amazing job, considering the circumstances. But we can't grade on a curve and then forget the curve was there. Like, they won nine games. So Cousins and Dak are both ahead. Yes. Of Geno. I would say yes. Yes. Okay. But, But to me, I would only say yes based on equity. If you're talking that's to me all, right that's now. That's all you have. But also last year. That's, like, that's, last year, last year, Dak was better than, than Daniel mm, Jones. They both ended it the same way. Both won. I can't, I can't go there. I can't go there. better numbers. I would say. I didn't want a playoff game. I can't go there. Here's the thing. It depends how you so look. So did Dak. Well, it depends, Joy. It depends how you look at numbers, though, y'all. That's really what it is. Dak had more touchdowns, but Dak had more turnovers. DJ the had most less turno- touchdowns. The most turnovers. Correct. So you the right DJ had less touchdowns, but DJ had fewer turnovers. Dak had You know what, though? Like, another thing is. With Daniel Jones, you're not going to give him a lot of that playbook. Get what I'm saying? I feel like that. I mean, you're giving him more, though, because you at least give him now, more. Now, you now, ball, that matters. Now, this year, I'll see more. But, like, you, see, this is my thing. You, you, you can't just erase and forget all the bad years we've seen. I hate people do that. The dude that's six old, years old. Time out. Whatever old he is, you can't be this bad, right? And then you become good for one year, and then hold up, and we forget about it. So we Gino's have the same to. Then. We have to. New nah. coach. Nah. New coach. Nah. You just, we just wait, said. Wait, 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 hold on. Hold on. Hey, people don't want to say that Jalen Hurts is good. 
No, we already, we already that identified Jalen Hurts. all pro in the MVP conversation and took his team to the Super Bowl, and people are still questioning Jalen Hurts. That's Hurt crazy. Because it's that, one year. That's crazy. So it's not fair to question if Geno Smith and, and Daniel Jones can do it again? No, it's just be consistent. Those who question Jalen Hurts must, too, question no, Daniel Jones and No, because Jalen Hurts is in year three. Correct, but Jalen Hurts is only in year one being good. He's, no, no he got better every year, and he went from yeah, from, from it was decent, decent, from really from bad decent, his first year, pretty decent, to pretty decent to pretty Super Bowl. Decent. Two years ago, he was solid. No, he was solid. You see what I'm saying? Though? Like, like even Gino, like like I was around Gino, right? And and this is tenth year. Yeah, yeah for yeah, nine right. years he was like, come on. Yeah. And then this year he had a good but year some, last year. Some guys take time. No, well, that's not it. All I'm saying is that we cannot we cannot erase we cannot erase what the tape already has. We cannot erase that. That's all I'm saying. We can't erase what you was. Right? So now, if you had better years, then okay, maybe he's turned the leaf. He's a new player. In my mind, I can, I can erase it when a new coach enters this picture. That's, like, that's when I can erase it. I can't erase it if all of a sudden you just, like, grew a wild hair and all of a sudden things change. Like, if a new coach or a wide receiver enters a picture, I can erase so it. So if Daniel Jones goes back to what we know him to be, right, what you going to say? I would say that last year was an outlier. You're right. Like, if Daniel Jones you see what because, because what you know is him playing bad for some years. That's correct, all I'm correct. saying. That's like, if I, like, like Russ, right? Russ looked awful last year. Awful but he had equity. He has so many good years. Like, I can't possibly think that he's that bad. Yep. That's why I'm giving him another shot because mm-hmm. I think that a lot of good we've seen is real. Same thing with Daniel Jones. I, I'm giving him a shot. Like, listen, all that bad, it was bad. Had one good year. Let's see if, if he gets better. And then I'll give him, okay, he's arrived. He's all a better right. player. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You, you, can't, you can't have three years or four years of play, and then we only going to take one year. That don't make sense. It's Come I, I on. I agree with you. When, I agree when, does it matter? Okay, you guys tell me. I didn't. It's getting I, hot in here. It is. It's getting hot. It is a, look at Jay. It's your boy. <laughs> we don't get on your boy. Yeah. No, but if you go inside a Giants building, I was just there. They will tell you definitively that Daniel Jones, even when he was struggling, they still believed he was the guy because of the mindset. What they supposed to tell you? What they going to tell you? They told me that two, three years ago. What they supposed to tell you? They number one pick. They, they have took to from, tell you that. What are you from Duke? He's from Duke, right? They have to tell you that. The first round you going for Duke. GM. Man, listen, I'm telling you. I know the GM. He's in Buffalo. That's my guy. What I'm telling you is, what are they supposed to tell you? They stayed with him. They gave him money. What are they supposed to tell you? We don't believe in him. We don't like him. The truth is, is that Daniel Jones, in my opinion, I'll just, he's a top 10 quarterback. You're not as high on Lawrence as I am. I think Lawrence is right there. You got well. to show me more. Well, okay, let me ask show you this. Me Final, I got to ask you this before we get out of here. Sorry, producer. Daniel Jones is a know. top 10 quarterback <laughs> yeah, in your but, mind yeah. no, right now, or he will be? He's he will now. be He's saying now. You. Right now. Oh, see. Like today. What's in the cup? Joy, check. During commercial hey, break, check what's yes. in the cup. Yes. I don't know what is in the it's cup. It. He pours some something in the cup. <laughs> fast, too. Don't. Yeah, real fast. Yeah, I know we didn't see it. All right, when we return, me and Shady, <laughs> we went to Cowboys camp earlier today. We got to show you some sights, some sounds, <laughs> and we got to give you our instant feedback reaction. Oh, that's, we having fun. That's the face I made when I, the first pick, right there. That one right there. Oh. LaShawn McCoy outed himself as someone unfit to be on television last season when he offered the well-crafted and thoughtful opinion. Zach is right? Can I say on TV? Because he is I'll let you know. Look, they said they wanted to see LaShawn McCoy at Cowboys practice. So the Cowboys practice, we go. Why not? They want to see me? You're going to see me. Let's go. He just got here. I'm trying to make sure that Shady don't do nothing 
practice. We gotta 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 practice. Check out one, two, good. All right. We're at Cowboys Camp. What made you come out? You. Hey, it's it's fake hate on the internet, but in real life, it's real love. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? It's real love. Escort one on one. They want to see LaShawn McCoy at the Cowboys camp, training camp. I'm here, baby. If you don't believe me, look up. Let's get it. Man, shout, shout out to Sebastian and the squad. They did the edit. We appreciate the edit. We appreciate the edit. Uh, Shady, man, how, how was the morning? I know it was an early one for oh, you. It was love. You know what I mean? I was surprised to see how much Cowboy fans I had out there. I didn't know. You know, now some of it, I can be honest, they, they was tough on me about Dak Prescott. And I explained what was really going on. And they understood me. Right? I don't, it's, no, it's nothing's personal. If that goes out there and has 50 touchdowns, right, I'm going to say she go for MVP. So it was a great time. Man. Great Jory, time. this is a true story. The first question that Shady would ask every single Cowboys fan, he'd do this. he put his hands up, let you know you're innocent. he put <laughs> his hands up, let you know you're innocent. And he'd say, hey, tell me the one thing that's keeping one position, one position. One position that's holding y'all back in the playoffs. And after a while, they think, and they think, and they think, and they think, and they do end up saying, that's the quarterback. They reluctantly say, I don't say a word. I don't say a word. I won't, I'm innocent. But true story. True story. I will say this. Shady and I were standing in the end zone. The quarterbacks, they were doing their little individual drills. They were standing at the 35-yard line. Trash can was literally in the corner of the end zone. And Cooper Rush was there. Dak was there. I forget the Cowboys' third-string quarterback. And I did see Dak was the only quarterback from the 35-yard line. Five-step drop, quick hitch, boom, right into the trash can. I was like, hmm. You know what? I will say this. He did look, look good. good. He did look good today. I'll, I'll give credit. Good. You said it two picks. I, oh, yeah. I was getting there. He, he looked good <laughs> with, with, like, no defense, routes on air. Yeah, yeah. And then with the defense, I didn't, I didn't make this up. I mean, Diggs did get two picks like this. <laughs> so you guys were welcome there? Suit. No hostility? It was, it was crazy love for so, real. Yeah. So Dallas fans didn't have the – they weren't hating. They wanted pictures. And no, because here's the secret yeah. that, like, you know – it's, you're not supposed to say this part out loud, but, like, the internet's not real. <laughs> so, like, when people see people in person, yeah. they don't really come with the same energy uh, that they do yeah. with Twitter yeah. fingers. You know, it's like it's much Twitter courage. That Twitter, that Twitter courage. courage. Instagram comment courage don't really X. hit the same X. when you face to face. Exactly right. Now, if we've been real, and Shady, you brought this up. He was on a car ride back. The Cowboys roster and up Ooh. in person, it looks different. Michael Parsons yes. ran over to Shady. Obviously, they both from Harrisburg. He ran over to Shady while Shady and I were on the sideline just talking. Parsons ran over, and all you seen was calves and biceps. Like, he was ready to hit somebody with a quick club rip, a quick two-hand swipe. Like, the Cowboys roster top to bottom and Shady, you said probably Listen, best roster, top three roster in football. I always thought that they were a top roster, right? But actually seeing being on the same field, watching the offense and the defense. But I hate to say this, but the Cowboys are a top three on East, on, on each one, either AFC or NFC, best roster put down. For sure. For sure. I was telling Asha, to, to put a team like that, you know how hard that is? You have, that means you have to hit on every draft pick. Mm-hmm. You have to hit on every trade. Got to hit on guys that's like a third runner you think is going to be good, right? And they become starters. Like, they hit on every mark for every player. And, and that team, either the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Niners, yeah. and I would put the Bengals, and even the Bengals are probably lower than them three because of the offense and the defense. That Cowboy team is super talented. And they have Mike McCarthy, who's won a Super Bowl. And they have a good coach. Uh, Dan Quinn, who's coached in a Super Bowl. Dan Quinn's Quinn, a great coach. Nice. Great. 
Dan Quinn's great. What about Brandon Cooks? That'll help. All the new additions. I think Brandon, Brandon Cooks is a big difference. Yes. It's big fascinating because like we, we say it and we joke a lot oftentimes on that the show, especially good. about the Cowboys. But roster-wise, Joy, like Shady just said, right. when you go top to bottom, to me, this is the best the Cowboys roster has been going back since I've watched them since probably 2014 when Jason Witten was still mm. nearing his prime. Des Romo. Bryant was mm. in his prime. Tony Romo was doing this thing. DeMarco Murray was competing with Shady. It's 2014. Oh, 2014. When DeMarco was competing DeMarco, with Shady where? for the Russian uh, title. title. DeMarcus Ware was still there before en route to the Denver Broncos. Like, this is the best Cowboy a team the Cowboys have looked. And Jordan, if not for Dak, what holds the Cowboys back? That's, no, I, I like Dak Prescott. I, I like Dak Prescott. I think there's nothing holding them back. I think Dallas, we talked about it. They have everything you need. They have one through 53. Talked about Zach Martin. Let's assume that gets done. They have a really good secondary. We talked about the safeties in the corners. They do. Good backers, good line. Great pass rush. What don't they have? They have everything. So how do they, how do they beat the 49ers in the divisional round? Well, I think home, home field and Prescott can't turn the ball over. I mean, one of the issues, the issue that Dallas has there had you go. is that Dak has struggled in the playoffs. Okay. So if Dak, plays, if Dak plays well, he doesn't have to play great. I think, I think Dak, if Dak is a B and not a C, this team can... But, really but, but you know what I'm learning, Joy? Like, you made a good point. Like, what's the real position? And we know the real position. We only got to keep saying it. But the thing is, like, you have everything you need. Everything. So I'm like, like what else? Well, I mean, even when we were talking to Stephon Gilmore earlier and I asked him, what's it going to take? He didn't say it was Dak. Yeah. But he said it's going to come down to making the right play yep. in the last two minutes of the game. Yep. And really, that's what it comes down to. I think they're going to miss Kellen Moore. When, yeah, I agree. Easy. I agree. Joy. Kellen Moore goes, that's going to be huge for Herbert. Ah, that's going to matter. But, but, but they, 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 they act like that was a good plus for Dak. They say, because now that's, that's they, say, they say McCarthy is letting Dak, you know, run the offense. So I thought that would be a, a negative. They say it's a positive. They're going to miss, I think they're going to miss, they're going to miss Kellen Moore. Ke- Kellen Moore is a great Kellen coach. Moore wow. is similar to Mike McDaniel in terms of the misdirection, the yep. window dressing. And when you play the easy the, reads, easy reads, getting a quarterback, I think Herbert's going to explode this season as a result. But I think with Dak, giving him the reins to the offense is a massive vote of confidence. And I think he will be really successful. And I think the team's going to be successful. It, it the really, NFC East is, is tough. It comes down to this, though, Jordan. It's like Dak does not need to be the reason his team wins. But truth be told, yeah, just lose. don't be the reason you lose. That's yeah. it. Like, That's just don't I'm be the saying. reason. They, because... Dak has played some good playoff games. I mean, yeah. the first playoff game I believe he ever played, 2016 against the really Green Bay good. Packers. Andy, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. I think he had three touchdowns, yeah. one pick. He only lost because Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. Dak Prescott, I believe it was against the Seattle Seahawks in the playoffs. Another good playoff game in Beat 2018. Dak Prescott against the Bucks this past year. Another good playoff game. He's had some, he's had good he's playoff. Had, he's games. had good, but when they've lost, it's been because of him. Yes. So that's your point. They have everything else. Yes. Don't lose the game. And just manage it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's, that's but, what he's saying. With, but with this team, that's what I'm saying. With this team, you don't have to go out there and be this great player yeah. as a quarterback. You just be, just be solid and efficient. Not enough people are safe with the ball. Okay. Dak just needs to be 2016 Dak Prescott. It might seem offensive, but if you all remember 2016 Dak Prescott, only 23 passing touchdowns. It was a very humble 23, but only four interceptions. Six rushing touchdowns, I believe it was. Mm. So just a very humble. He doesn't need to have 4,900 yards and, and 37 touchdowns like that. he did in 2019, I believe it was. Dak just needs to revert back to an efficient quarterback, a humble quarterback with the arm. You don't need to have arm arrogance, have arm humility, and let your defense win. Let Tony Pollard support you. Let CeeDee Lamb 
Brandon Cook's help. I believe who, Shoemaker is it? Yeah, is it, is it rookie tight end? He's rookie been out of Michigan. He, I think he just got back. Like, just let everybody else do the heavy lifting, Dak. Just don't mess it up. All right, when we return, speaking of the NFC, a 49ers player said he feels nobody can beat them. Remember, the 49ers beat the Cowboys, but then fell short to the Eagles, losing their quarterback. Are the 49ers actually the best team in the NFC? This player did not mince words, and we won't either. Next on Speed. Okay, the 49ers, they are trying to stay among the NFC elite. Wide receiver, former first-round pick, Brandon Ayuk, he's full of confidence, saying if they come with the mindset, then they can't be beaten. Quote, we feel like nobody can beat us. Close quote. J.D., I'm going to be honest. I don't think the 49ers are getting enough respect. I think the 49ers should be considered, should be. They don't have to be, but many people should at least consider the Niners the best team in the NFC. It's a fair consideration. The Niners did not take a step back this year. In fact, they got better. Who was the 49ers' biggest offseason loss this year? I will wait. Maybe Jimmy Ward, but Jimmy Ward wasn't even Mm -hmm. starting last year. Who was their biggest loss this year? Is it Mike McGlinchey at right tackle? Mm -hmm. But he most notably got thrown out the club by Micah Parsons in the playoffs. Who was the 49ers' biggest loss this year? In fact, their biggest addition was maybe the Eagles' biggest loss in Javon Hargrave. Ten sacks as an interior lineman. So I think the 49ers should be given more credence, more respect. I get it. Brock Purdy, he's hurt. But Brock Purdy didn't have an offseason last year. He was a third-string quarterback in camp. For those that don't know, every practice is broken up into 15-minute periods. Those 15-minute periods are broken up into 12-play cycles. The starters get four plays. The backups get three plays. The third string get two plays. Starters get four. Backups get three. Period is over. Meaning Brock Purdy was only getting two reps every 15 minutes last year during camp. So he ain't getting no reps in the offseason. Apparently he's healthier now. Shady, are the 49ers getting enough respect to you? You're shaking your head. I ain't getting enough respect hey, I from just, you. you know, I don't even want to get excited and happy and, and, and pissed off. I don't want to have that emotional <laughs> breakdown. I'll just say this. I, hear you. I think the Niners are a really, really good team. They're getting enough respect. They're a good team. Well coached. I think the difference between the, the Eagles um, team and their team is – if we talk about the offense, it's the offensive line. You know, one offensive line was ranked 18th, and they just lost their right tackle, which you don't think is a big big deal. I guess I, I think it's a big deal. And then on the Eagles' offensive line, we ranked, like, what, one first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not close. <laughs> so, listen. Not close. I'm going to take the Super Bowl team, right, that, that, that won the NFC last year. Who won the NFC last year? The Eagles. We did. And, and Brock Purdy, he got injured. And not because he wanted to get injured, because we did it. Yeah, we knocked him out. So, I won't go into that, that whole take, but I'll just say this. I think the Niners are getting enough respect. I mean, they're the only team that get talked about so much when they don't have a quarterback that they know of, right? They, it don't matter who's playing quarterback for the Niners. They always have a solid team. They're coached well. So I'll give them enough respect. They, they earned it. They get it. They're just not number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's the, it's the Eagles, and then we can talk about everybody else in, yeah. in the NFC. Like Eagles and everybody. And then everyone else. And, and look, I have a lot of respect for what the Niners do. I don't know why we talk about them as a Super Bowl team, because they don't have a quarterback. And every single year, I get told the Niners don't need a quarterback. They can do it with whoever, except for the last time I checked, they haven't won a Super Bowl Mm. with whoever. So Mm. at at some point, you got to get someone in that position. Now, Brock Purdy looked like it, but can he do it again? We're talking about can Jalen Hurts do it again? We're talking about can Daniel Jones do it Mm. again? Can Geno Smith do it again? Can Brock Purdy do it again? The record of the teams that Purdy beat last season had a combined win percentage of less than 42%. 
Tampa 8 and 9, Seattle 9 and 8, Washington 8, 8 and 1, the Raiders 6 and 11, the Cardinals 4 and 13, totaling 35, 49 and 1. Only one of those teams with a top 10 scoring defense was the Commanders. And if you go into the postseason, they won over the Seahawks, who had nine wins, and then over the Cowboys, and he had zero passing touchdowns and 214 passing yards in that game. So did Brock Purdy do a tremendous job? Yes. Can he do that again for an entire season coming off of an injury with no training, no full off season? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. But I do know that the Eagles had a full off season. Jalen Hurts was healthy all off season and they played in the Super Bowl last year. So the idea that the Niners should be above a team that has that kind of accomplishments and we're healthy to me feels like we're, we're, we're doing a lot of work to try and put them in that position. Everything I've heard out of Philly is that Jalen Hurts is bigger and better. He's, he's, he's everything that he did last season. Take another level. Brock Purdy's a really good, I think he's a solid quarterback. I mean, it's a small sample size, but he was Mr. Irrelevant. We haven't seen a lot. Two things can exist at the same time. San Francisco cannot get enough credit, and Philly can still be a better team. I think Philadelphia is the best team in the NFC. They did a lot in the offseason. They had a really good draft. DeAndre Swift, we talked about it yesterday, is going to make a huge impact. San Francisco has everything as well. And everything. I believe, and I, I think Ayuk and Samuel... Debo talked about last season he doesn't want to watch that film. It was so bad. Ayuk has taken another step forward from everything I've heard as well. So you think about those two receivers and George Kittle. Man, I love both teams, but I do. I would say that we can definitively say that Philadelphia is better. Yeah. Quarterbacks too matter. Quarterbacks matter. Quarterback. Acho, you... I, I don't think we're giving enough respect. He doesn't. Really? Yeah, he doesn't like the, the MVP uh, quarterback that came in second. He don't. He don't. No, care I just. I, I'll, I'll talk about. He don't care about that. You're, you're in on Purdy. He's solid. Yeah, he's, he's in on Purdy. And I also remember Joe Burrow got hurt his rookie year. His next year, he came back with a vengeance. Joe Burrow was number Purdy one pick. He absolutely was. But I watched Brock Purdy in college too because I had to study college. I was studying. And Brock Pur- and Brock Purdy was very he very was good, good in college. Yeah, yeah, Joe, yeah, Joe Burrow good. Yeah. <laughs> no, he wasn't Joe Burrow good, but he was he was good. All right, coming up, we had a guest, Stephon Gilmore, and he gave us his top five wide receiver list. And there was a shocking omission. We got to respond and react to all of it next on Speed. We're going we to revisit that, Joe Burrow. You just slipped that in there right now. I hope we don't. Okay, shout out to all pro Cowboys cornerback Stephon Gilmore joining us earlier in the show. He gave us his top five NFL receivers. Shocking announcement. Stephon Diggs was one, Adams two, Jefferson three, Chase four, Hill five. Joy, what was most surprising to you about the list or lack thereof name? I don't think it's that surprising. I think, you know, he, he originally had Justin Jefferson at two. Yep, Why are you yep, smiling yep. at me like that? Just, I, 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 I thought that he would do the obligatory putting my teammate there CD. if my teammate CeeDee Lamb is in the running. And he didn't. It was just interesting. Stephon Diggs at one, no shady was a little surprising for your boy. I think uh, Diggs is good. But I, really good. I, I, think he's, I think he's a top guy. So I, I would have did a... Uh, I would like to switch Devontae Adams at one. And, 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 right? and, and I'd probably put Diggs at maybe four to five. Um, but he's still really good. It's, it's, still it's, a good. Great, it's a great list. The wide receivers are so close this year, it's yeah. hard to even pick. Yeah. I, I'm, I see, I love DK. And I told you the other day, Pickens. <laughs> Pickens is coming. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pickens. Pickens is coming. Pickens to Pickens. No, he's good. I he, is, he is going to be but, but, but you got to do it, though. Yeah. Facts. What I love about this list, though, like I wouldn't have put Diggs at one, no. but when Gilmore puts Diggs at one, clearly yeah. Diggs yeah. getting busy. I mean, Diggs hey, has the routes. Yeah, them routes. Gilmore, appreciate you joining us, family. Thank y'all for joining us. We'll see y'all later. Race Hub's next.